are now listening to Beyond the Veil, a production of Holosuite Media. Tune in to our live show every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The following live broadcast may not be suitable for all ages. The views expressed in this show are solely those of the individual providing them and do not represent the opinion of the station, website, or any affiliated partners. Audience discretion is advised. Hello, hello everyone, good evening and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Veil Secret World Legends Podcast. Yes, I didn't I didn't use the article. <laughs> Success. Uh, I am Antida. Hello, hello. Uh, and uh, joining me tonight we have uh, Jag. Sup, yo. Ocho. Hey, everybody. And Jared. Hello. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing all right. Just a little worn out from the week so far, so glad it's uh, glad it's almost over anyway. Well, the working week should be, right? Are you guys in the States? Do you have to work on Good Friday? Yes, I do anyway. But you have Monday off, right? Nope. What? <gasps> Man, it's different everywhere. At least in Canada, they get... Uh... Okay, to be fair, Jared, you can confirm this. I don't know whether it's Canada-wide, but... Uh... They get uh, Friday off, not the Monday though. So it's a three-day weekend. Yeah, I think so, every, uh, yeah everyone gets Friday. Some people might get Monday. I actually get Monday off, so that's nice. Oh yeah, no, here it, most businesses just decide really what holidays you get and you don't get. So, um, we get the uh, we get some of the big ones, but uh, some of the smaller ones like I don't know Easter. Or, you know, President's Day and stuff like that, we don't get. Right. Yeah. In Europe, they actually get a four-day weekend. Uh, I know. A lot, a lot of them. <laughs> of course, not the not the ones in retail industry, but um, yeah, it's, it's nice to have that. So anyway, yes, Easter is coming. Uh, there's not going to be an Easter egg hunt <laughs> in TSW, I'm afraid. Uh, Halloween is the holiday for uh, the Secret World. Um, yeah, I did say Secret World Legends. You see, now here's the thing. Our, technically, we're still TSW podcast, right? <laughs> we're not SWL just yet, but we can... Uh, try to cover both and that's what we're gonna do uh, during today's show um, probably a lot of you out there who follow uh, TSW in general uh, and who are interested in SWL 
have been watching or have watched uh, the dev stream last Friday. It was the first one in about, what, four and a half months, <laughs> something like that. And it was very interesting because we got to see our first look of Secret World Legends. Mm -hmm. What did you guys thought? I, I mean, I didn't know uh, what to expect. I, I, I didn't think I set my bar that high, but uh, from what I saw, I mean, I was okay with it. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't too terribly thrilled. It just seemed to be, uh, it seemed to match my expectations anyway. Yeah. Um, what about you, Jared? What did you think? Or did you watch it? Or not? I didn't. I did watch it. I am not in the beta, so I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I thought that it might be. Um, the viewpoint might be kind of lower from a lower angle, closer to the character's head, since we were going to reticle. But I was surprised that it was more or less the same as how we see the secret world now, in terms of kind of looking at it from a more uh, higher, above the person, diagonal, above the person's head angle. I like that because it's less prone to motion sickness, personally. Um, but yeah. Yeah, uh, having the reticle. Um, it didn't seem bad. It didn't seem like it. It seemed like, yeah, it didn't seem terrible. Like as you know, I played tons of games that have that sort of uh, reticle, and uh, reticle in Secret World is uh, not great. But uh, the way that they showed it for for Legends, it seemed okay. Um, I wasn't necessarily a fan with it being directly over the head, because um, I don't know. Maybe I'd like to zoom out a little bit or zoom in a little bit. But I mean, who know? Who knows if that's going to be coming or not? Yeah. So, um, oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, no, continue. No, you. Talk about radical. I'm going to jump in here. <laughs> Talk about uh, <laughs> positioning of the radical. Um, I, in TSW, I actually play with my uh, character. Compl I completely zoom out. So I don't play uh, completely zoomed in. Um, and uh, radical view kind of had the uh, he was a little bit too close for me i would still prefer to zoom out but there are games like neverwinter where you don't actually get to zoom out i think i think last time i played and i mean it's not it's not the end of the world you learn to live with it but uh i don't know it's, it's people's personal preference you know some people like to play so zoomed out they can't even see their character so so um Dasmus uh, has a question for us in Twitch chat. Uh, Dasmus, do you mean our name? The name of the podcast? He means the name of the podcast, yeah. Yeah, uh, there will definitely be a change because it will no longer be TSW because TSW is not going to be... Um, is not going to have any kind of updates uh, story-wise or any kind of wise. Um, anymore so everything that's going to be happening um, things that we were kind of like a continuation of the storyline that we have been expecting in the secret world is not going to happen in the secret world instead it's going to be happening in secret world legends so we will definitely be uh, not really rebranding we're still going to be beyond the veil but that those little tsw <laughs> that abbreviation will become swl um, we have already changed it on some of our social media and we're going to uh, do the entire change once swl goes live 
Hope that answers your question. But we're still going to be the good old-fashioned Beyond the Veil podcast. <laughs> now, I've got a question about that, actually. Uh, where did the, the name... same channel, yeah. Where did the name come from? Beyond the Veil? Well, Xander can tell you about that. <laughs> I mean, I know this is like, really but I'm actually kind of curious. Because I think I know. Well, I first heard about this game back in 2005, and then I kept reading all kinds of different things and PC Gamer and all that. I was actually sitting on the toilet one day, and the wind... Mm, best place. <laughs> and the curtain was... The blind was open, and and the, the, the shower curtain was moving back and forth, and then I could see, you know, the soap and everything behind the shower curtain. And then as it the wind goes away, the shower curtain would go back and then it would disappear. And I'm like, huh, that's like beyond the veil. Wait a minute. And then, <laughs> then it just like struck me. And then I flushed and washed my hands and went on about my daily business. The seriousness. <laughs> the more you the, know, people, the, pure the more seriousness. you know. <laughs> so yeah, that's how we got named, ladies and gents. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the actually the lowdown that was given to me was like, yeah, you know, because it'll be like, you know, you have to go to Agartha, and it's it's like everything is kind of mysterious and legend, you know, full of myths and legends. So it's like you actually have to go beyond the veil to uncover all of this. So that's how it was sold to me. Um, <laughs> but hey, I guess you find something new about it even nearly five years after <laughs> so it didn't have anything mm -hmm. to do with uh with any of Funcom's other games no really no i actually played conan uh the first conan uh their mmo and i thought it was um yeah uh i did not <laughs> like that game and then i played energy online i i, I loaded it up and then i deleted it so, yeah, uh, this one was the big game for Funcom for me, the flagship. I'll take a, take a couple of seconds to find this. Because um, I was playing playing one of their older games. Oh, oh was it not City of Heroes? What am I thinking that for? Bloodline Champions. Huh. Dream Chapter? Bloodline Champions. It was, it was the... Um, Dream it was a Dreamfalls, but it was the first game of the Dreamfall series. I've never had a chance to play the longest games, journey. Actually. The longest journey. That's it. Yeah. No, I haven't had a haven't haven't not had a chance to play those. I was in the Shield Sword Shield phase and Star Trek Online, and all those different games that I was playing at the time. And the chance to jump in a modern day MMO where you get stung by a hypoallergenic bee. Uh, and then you get to go and save the world. You know, I, I, I was really big in the supernatural and like, that's kind of where the whole beyond the veil mythos really came from supernatural. I love that TV show, Buffy, the vampire slayer, all these other different mediums, you know, Scooby-Doo and the Scooby gang, all Ooh. this stuff, you know, resonates in this one game. And honestly, I would be really pimped if a 1986 uh, black car just strolled up here in Agartha. Oh, my God. I forgot the name of uh, Sam and Dean Winchester's car. Mm. Uh, no, I don't think it was an Impala. No, it might have been an Impala. But, uh, yeah, 
I would roll up here. Sam and Dean would, would jump out. It turned out they were bees. And, you know, like Buffy and all that. That, that would be cool. You know, they have such a, a big mythos in this game. The mythos machine uh, that they could really play with some of that stuff, and I've always wanted. But yeah, that's really where the Beyond the Veil came from because I was so deep into those that genre of media that to be able to play that in a game. Thank you. Yes, it was an Impala. Whew. I almost had my supernatural card taken away from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'll, yeah. I'll have to go back and find things. I know. Yeah, I was right. Bang! Because I know I've seen uh, in uh, The Longest Journey when I was playing it not that long ago um, some mention of stuff being beyond the veil. And I was like, ah, oh, th oh, that's where they got it from. Which, no, apparently not. Okay. No, <laughs> never played. I'll have, to, I'll have to find the screenshot. <laughs> yeah, so there's a uh, when the time that we started, there was nothing any kind of Beyond the Veil podcast, but <laughs> there's a... Yeah. Right, so the name wasn't taken either. No. I thought I just thought it was a really cool name and it reflected... We didn't want to go down the road of being way too obvious. <laughs> it's like, yeah, let's, let's make podcast. it a little bit difficult for people to find us. <laughs> but uh, I think we've established uh, ourselves as the podcast uh, for the game. Uh, of course, now there is the other podcast as well. Um, the Secret Podcast, I think. Yeah, I'm not butchering the name, I hope. <laughs> I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Clay and uh, Aurorus. So yeah, um, that's how we got named. And no, our name is not going to change. We will continue to broadcast on this particular uh, Twitch uh, channel. It's Hall Sweet Media's um broadcasting channel uh hall suite media is of course our uh, producing house uh that produces other um other podcasts as well like tribbles and ecstasy <laughs> tribbles and ecstasy the geek easy and uh every once in a while there's other podcasts the frag stars as well there's other ones so yeah, that's that. Um, going back to TSW and SWL, that's the reason why we are here. We started talking about uh, the dev stream and you guys uh, gave us your first impressions and we talked about the reticule. Uh, reticle, I should say. What's the freaking pronunciation? Reticule or reticle? Reticle. The, reticle. the water, yeah. Reticle. Blah. I keep putting a U in there. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so what did we find out uh, during? Um, I mean, it was an introduction, the first introduction, public, I should say, introduction of uh, Spinosaur, uh, who, go, <laughs> who goes by the real name of Nicole, um, to the TSW masses out there on twitch and uh she was lovely and amazing uh and we've spoken to her a couple of weeks ago i want to say was it a couple of weeks ago was that last week no it was a couple of weeks, weeks ago. ago yeah and uh, she was absolutely fantastic and a pleasure uh, to chat with and um, so yeah it was and she actually was holding on to uh jin's um, lore pillow. Lore. 
Laura plushie that uh, she sent in. And that was so awesome. I was hoping that uh, Jin would uh, would be able to be here tonight. Jin is traveling tonight, so she couldn't be here. But I bet you anything that she was tickled pink when she saw the stream and her plushie <laughs> being huddled Help by Nicole. No, did you see when she when she threw the, the the pillow at him? He nearly caught it, and then he became like, "Oh no, it's Alora! I can't do that! I can't do that!" <laughs> that was fantastic. Yeah, he was so, onto us. Completely, completely. Even uh, Andy and Nicole were like, "Oh man, we were so close." <laughs> <laughs> so they did talk about. Um, they actually showed us a part of the, uh, well, they started off a new character, basically, and showed us what's new in the character creator, uh, as well as um, they went through uh, a part of the tutorial. Okay, but, but Antina, let's yes. be real. No one cares about any of that when it comes to the real news that they announced on the stream. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, and I'll... I'll let you announce it here for those who have not heard it. The Mankini is back. That, that correction might be back. He say it, he said back. Mankini is it? Uh, yeah, because Tilt Tilty just didn't want it to be like fully given. Yeah, it's, you know what Tilty does. Come on, it's back. Mankini's Tilt back. <laughs> so it yeah, did make I mean, Andy, Andy like get up. Oh and my god! Run around. That's <laughs> that great. That expression, both him and Nicole at the same time turned toward Tilty and were like, what? And then Andy kind of lost it. He had to get up and like cool off a little bit. <laughs> Started running around like, oh, oh, oh my God. I'll so, rebuy yeah. it. Yeah, because you bought it. and then I bought it. It was epic. Hi, my name is Borat. I am number one mankini weather in all of Kazakhstan. Yeah, very nice. Maybe I if like. you already, maybe that's a point. Maybe if you already bought it, because they said, uh, but mostly everything that you bought is going to come back. Yeah, that well, you're going to get that. Remember what happened with the they refunded gate? it. Though. They refunded the oh, money okay. to everyone right. who bought it. Yeah. And it's not on your character right now, unless no. that information is no, still tracked. Like so, I said, yeah. I'll rebuy it. <laughs> but no, it it was it was seriously epic. I remember Galactrix and, and Xander running around Kingsmith in <laughs> in between the drought. They were doing Baywatch. Yeah. <laughs> we even had a video of it. It truly was epic. <laughs> so yeah, that's the, that's the big news. The other uh, big news was that they are looking into possibly allowing cross-faction cabals. Now, Ooh. that was that was pretty pretty big news considering that up till this point they kept saying no 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 no. Um and now just the fact that they're looking into possibly allowing it is freaking big news and you have a very good point Jag in saying that if they say stuff like that the chances are they're going to do that because they wouldn't they wouldn't tease us with something like that and then be like yeah no sorry we couldn't do it well now since shambhala will be the only pvp for quite a while i imagine i guess there's not even any things to do with theory faction only yeah but see the secret war should 
still be in there some way, in some kind of fashion. Fusang needs to make a return. If Fusang doesn't come yeah. back, like... Bye, Jack. Curses, Funcom. <laughs> 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 I'm sure it, it might not be the same. It might be uh, changed a little bit, but I'm sure it'll make a return. Yeah. So, the, but, I mean, this cross-faction cabals, it's a big thing for a lot of cabals and for a lot of players. And uh, it has been... Like when it comes to cabal management, it was almost like number one thing that people have been requesting uh, over the last few years, cross-faction cabals. And it just might become a reality. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy says in Twitch chat, he's super stoked by uh, cross-faction cabals. Or cabal, I should say. <laughs> Singular. Yeah, but uh, you know what? I, I do agree that um, we... There should be an addition of uh, PvP to reiterate uh, that they are they have not like abandoned PvP in any way, shape, or form. Um, there was yeah, yeah. So so there no was a post on... Scott, Scott Scott Jr., the producer or executive producer of the Secret World or Secret World Legends or whatever, like, did, like, an extra question after the fact with one of the gaming websites about PvP. Yeah. But, you know, let's be real. It was a PR stunt. Because Not necessarily. It, 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 they it did went, it on it their social media as well. Yeah, it went a thousand percent against what Tilty said on our stream and in general so far. It was a PR stunt. I'm convinced. I don't think it was a PR stunt because uh, they would just be shooting themselves in the foot um, there's a lot of veteran players there's a lot of players in general who do PvP and who would indeed miss PvP in Secret World Legends um, just like uh, you know removing endgame or group content uh, I just don't think that I it would just be another part of the game that they are looking into revamping um, based on the feedback they've gotten so far, but now they want even more feedback specific to those zones. Now, if Vary was here, she would probably argue that they've already given a ton of feedback, and so would you probably, Jag, <laughs> over the over the span of uh, TSW's life. So there's a lot of feedback that has already been provided to Funcom about how to uh, improve uh, PvP zones that are already in-game, namely Fusang, Stonehenge, and Eldorado. Now, considering the changes that they are making, um, maybe they're not, you know, we don't know how they have redone, reworked, uh, the entire game um we just saw briefly uh, a little bit of the tutorial now how your character is impacted and how uh everything is going to be impacted uh in the new game will be revealed when the game launches but it does stand to reason that uh, funcom actually uh does want to put in um, the other PvP zones, but they just have to rework them in order to to fit in with Secret World Legends, right? And there are 
also going to use that time while reworking that. Remember, they have to rework the abilities as well. Uh, equal footing buff, what's going to be happening with that, you know, what's going to be happening with a lot of things. So it's not just easy, an easy thing to do. And they have asked for feedback, which is important. So the more people ex express uh, their desire for those PvP zones or any PvP zone to be included in Secret World Legends, the more the company is likely to include it. Yeah, Verita says in uh, in Twitch chat uh, that they really need to make them factionless, uh, all the PvP zones. That that's the big thing. I, I disagree. Kind of. Kind of? <laughs> Fusang definitely needs factions. Um, the rest of them can be factionless. The rest can be factionless. However, if they do factionless like they did Shambhala and don't allow any sort of group queuing, then that just kills any kind of organized PvP. So, they like if they want to make it factionless and have... Maybe a, a solo queue only, they also need a group queue option because otherwise, like, anyone who likes any kind of organized PvP and not just a random shit show of people doing their own thing in a PvP zone, then yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I think Fusang, uh, as its last state, was working okay, even though it is frustrating when you are two against quite a few and you're not very good. Um, Overall, it, it worked pretty well, even in those frustrating times. Well, it was also the addition of uh, Shambhala-specific signets that brought a lot of people uh, to Shambhala specifically in order to get those signets um, because they were better than the signets that we've had in the game, uh, you know, up to that point. So people were grinding Shambhala for BB and for uh, those signets. Now, we still don't know what kind of, you know, rewards um, will be given out. Uh, we don't know the finer details of how everything is going to work uh, signet-wise. Um, so, you know, there will be specific rewards, but what those are going to be, yeah. There's still so many unknowns uh, with Secret World Legends. And I'm actually looking forward to them. Um, Tilty mentioned it on the show, and he mentioned it on the stream as well, I do believe, uh, that they are going to be doing like video blogs and uh, blogs in general about uh, SWL, which would absolutely be fantastic because it would give the company themselves an opportunity to showcase the work that they have done so far. Um, it would help um, a wider community, uh, not just those participating in beta, to give their thoughts uh, on it. And it would also give a chance for the company to kind of see how well received uh, those changes would be. What do you guys think? Hello? Um, I feel <laughs> like I missed the question. <laughs> Video blogs are always good, but I think, like, at least for me, like, yeah, they need to show off some of the beta stuff and whatnot, but I'm more interested, and I think a lot of people are, is what are their plans post-launch, right? Because not every, yeah, not everyone's in the beta, not everyone has seen what's currently in there, but at the same time, people need to know that they're not just, you know, releasing this relaunch and then 
not doing anything after it, right? Like, no, no, yeah. like, people need to hear that they have concrete plans and are in planning or development of of what's continuing in SWL or whatever you want to call it, Secret World Legends, you know? No, you're well, absolutely right, yeah. Go ahead, Ocho. Any communication is good. I mean, the more communication we have, the better. Just in general, whether it's video blogs or whether it's, um, you know, director's letters or whether it's, you know, or that sort of thing, you know, just the more the better. Because being in the dark, as we've had for the past, you know, year or so, has been kind of torturous as a player. I mean, not torturous, but, you know, it it, it hasn't been good. And, and that can't be good for, you know, it, for their image, for uh, for our one to keep going. It doesn't engender faith in the game itself. And so we just need more communication. So I'm, I'm cool with all the communication they're willing to give us. Mm -hmm. they, they must have substantial content releases scheduled because this game is going to be free to play. There needs to be things, uh, new things for people to come back and to want to spend more money. And um, yeah, that's definitely a really big part of this new uh, finance, this new monetary scheme that they're going for. Absolutely. And Tilted did say uh, that they have a very ambitious uh, schedule post-launch. Now, the question is when they're going to be launching. Uh, apparently, the date is known internally to them, but they're not willing to publicize it just yet. Uh, so, as a community, we're kept in the dark. Maybe it's... But you know, but you know what? Like, real quick, that's like stupid because if they have a set day that they're gonna launch it no matter what even if it's like polished enough or not then like there's no reason to hide that right because if, if they're not gonna like just if, like if they're not doing a release it when it's ready type of thing and they already have a set date then like what is there to hide like i just don't understand that well here's the thing in not releasing it uh, they are giving themselves an opportunity to uh, postpone it if need be. So yeah, but, rather but than it, but if they've said that they have a set date that they're releasing it, right? So like, why would they even set a date if if it, if it's gonna be postponed or whatever? I guess. In terms of the release of news, they're definitely. Like they're definitely going for trying to release news bit by bit over time so that it's continuously in the public and the, the media sphere rather than giving all the information at once, which is kind of what they have to do marketing-wise. As long as they keep the hype train going, right? Yeah. Well, now I guess they have to try to get the hype train starting. I don't know. <laughs> the in, in, in articles and such, the, the comments that I've seen, um, especially from... Uh, earlier on, especially from not existing players, but then now from a lot of existing players, seems to be pretty positive, especially after the last stream, uh, after Tilty came to talk with us. Um, maybe not the first day, but after that, everything seems pretty positive. I've seen, that's, that's true. I've seen a lot of people say that um, they have actually, their fears have subsided and uh, they've been calmed down after, you know, hearing what Tilty had to say and uh, uh, just in general, um, you know, seeing all the, all the interviews that people have done uh, with uh, Tilty. 
as well as after the stream, uh, even during the stream, people were saying, okay, I feel more relieved now. I'm not as worried. Uh, so, you know, I'm actually kind of excited about seeing and playing the new game. So that's, that's positive, right? There's, look, there's always going to be positives and negatives. There's always going to be positive feedback, uh, people who can't wait to try different things, to try the game that they love so much, even with the tweaks, even with the changes that might be coming up that we don't even know about yet. And of course, there's going to be those people who are not going to be, you know, neutral but they're going to be like no no uh 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 i don't like that and fair enough it's their opinion um but it just seems that there's uh you know negative opinions and negative negative thoughts kind of carry f far far further uh than uh, the positive ones at least it is with uh with all the leaks that have been going on <laughs> steadily Leaks. It's just crazy. Yeah. Those vegetables, yeah. those like green onions, leeks. Yeah, I know, right? Call it onions. <laughs> so yeah, we talked we talked about the leaks uh, last last time. And uh, there have been some more leaks since then. And it's just, it, I don't see the reason why um, it's going to become apparent sooner or later. Um why do that it, it's not like it's yeah I mean I said what I had to say last week but uh, yeah doesn't impress me especially considering you sign a freaking contract but okay uh, so what else did we find out uh, we did find out that new wave of uh, beta uh, access invites will be sent out tomorrow April 14th so that's going to be uh, another chance if you have uh, signed up for beta but have not received your invite yet do keep an eye on your mailbox uh, tomorrow uh, and do check all of your folders um, and uh, yeah if you're like if you're on Gmail do check uh, promotions and the other tab oh, I forgot what it was but also check your uh, check for anything coming from Funcom <laughs> I don't know where you usually get your Funcom email if you do get it. Um, well, a so couple yeah. of days ago, they said a, uh, um, I got an email from Funcom, and I was like, oh, oh, it's an email from Funcom, but it just ended up being a, hey, um, Conan Exiles is on sale. Yeah, I got that too. <laughs> so I mean, if we're getting that, then you're probably good for wherever, wherever that arrived to finding other stuff, uh, to finding other Funcom letters. Right. Now, they also did say, uh, Tilty said that uh, next thing that will be added to beta will be Blue Mountain and the first three dungeons of the game. So, I guess that stands to reason that uh, Kingsmith, so they showed the tutorial, obviously there has to be a tutorial there to start the game with, and then Kingsmith and Savage Coast um have, people have who are in beta have been uh going through those two uh starter zones of the solomon island so blue mountain will be next to be released i don't recall if he mentioned uh when that's going to be i think he said it was just going to be added to beta next and the first three dungeons uh so those ones covering um 
Solomon Island, Kingsmouth, Savage Coast. So that's, what is it, Polaris, Hellraised, and Darkness War. So presumably, hmm. those, I, see, one thing he didn't say is if, uh, do you think they'll be, it's only going to be normal, right? Because, I mean, how far yeah, can Yeah, yeah, no, it's just normals right now. Yeah. Because yeah. they said Nightmare Dungeons are getting released post-launch. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, they also gave away a beta access key for SWL uh, during the stream. And the chat just absolutely erupted with, uh, <laughs> with people raffling for it. So, and they had like over 900 people, I think, uh, in chat. Which was absolutely crazy. So there you go. It just goes to show. Usually for those uh, streams, they had around about like uh, two fifty, between two fifty to four fifty uh, viewers. Um, so they had almost triple that. Um, and uh, yeah, that means there is a lot of interest out there, and God knows how many times it's been uh, watched since then. So good on them. Mm -hmm. They also did, uh, I mean, we posted uh, Beyond TSW, that's the that's still the uh, our username on Twitter. We posted uh, some screenshots um, taken during the dev stream um, of the character creation. Uh, what did you guys think of that? Like, Tilty mentioned that uh, there are new faces there and uh, there are presets. Um, and uh, he showed us a few. Um, for the most part, I, I kind of expected more hairstyles, but um, well, yeah, they, they I might was, have more. Well, I was talking to Xander about it, and I said that um, I kind of expected more hairstyles because that's something that uh, Andy had mentioned even last year, right? And uh, Xander brought a valid point that they might actually be releasing them in the uh, in the item shop uh, the item store so you True. would actually have to True. purchase them i mean it makes absolutely perfect sense that's how they might make their money <laughs> the one that the uh, tilty's created character had i think it was a new one is i wrong it could be but for the most part they they all seemed like i have already tried them on my character in TSW. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I love the color. I absolutely loved the color um, that was the there. Right? Yeah. Loved it. Well, one thing I noticed was that the uh, when they were creating a character was the skin tones of the faces then weren't matching the skin tones of the bodies. But I didn't know if that was just something of character creator. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold on to it. I'm sure they'll fix that. <laughs> oh, you. It could also be the lighting. It seemed like when they when they chose a darker skin tone that the uh, the body was staying quite a bit lighter. Right. But like I said, but they'll probably fix that. I mean that that was a. Uh, I mean if I saw it, then they have to have seen it. The character face looked. Um, I I don't know if it's just me, but it looked more cartoony than. Uh, the original Secret World than I remember. I agree with that, yeah. It, it had a little more of a softness to it, in a mm. sense. It didn't seem as uh, hard-lined, or it didn't seem as uh, gritty and realistic, I don't know. But uh, but I'm sure that's fine, you know, because 
with the new reticle system, we're probably not going to be looking at our face too often. Except for when you click the button to leave reticle. <laughs> we'll be staring at butts all day. Huh. Um, in terms of character creation as well, um, there's also clothing. I think they, they, they mentioned something about clothing during the stream. Yeah, they added a few more options for, uh, you know, options when you're just starting your character out. Um, of course, later on, you'll be able to, you'll be able to uh, see a lot more or to purchase a lot more clothing. For the okay. hairstyles, in, in terms of buying a hairstyle, I really hope that you're able to keep the hairstyle that you buy, like you spend real money on. I, I, I sh I'm sure that they have to do that, but um, if that doesn't happen, that'd be very, very, very surprising and disappointing. Well, it would make sense uh, from a business perspective that if, you know, they're, they don't charge for they're not going to charge for um, story content, but they will have to make their money somehow. So all the extra stuff that they've been working hard on uh, during the last eight months or so, um, you know, that they'll actually uh, put in the item store and uh, try to make money off of that. And hopefully mm -hmm. it'll be something that players will have wanted for a long time um and uh it'll make a nice profit for them jimmy, so, oh, go ahead. jimmy also added that another thing they pointed out in the stream that uh the deck of in character creation there's a new system of how you start with your weapons which do you want to talk about antita Sure, you can. Uh, what do you mean? Sorry, I was reading the oh. <laughs> Twitch chat. Um, so basically, now um, when you're creating your character, uh, you are selecting your two weapons that you're going to use then, and you're right. creating and you're selecting it based off of the original starter or the starter decks that were added shorter, shortly after launch. Um, things like uh, I think Punisher and um, uh, Magus or something. I think that's the one that Tilty picked. Uh, which is elemental, elemental and chaos. Yep. Yeah. And um, before in the secret world, you, you would only pick your first weapon, and then later on after the new player experience, uh, both your weapons when you got to the Crucible. So that's after doing the intro, um, a bit of walking around, uh, the tutorial, all after all of that, then you pick your first weapon. But now you're actually picking almost like a class right at the start based on your two weapons. And then you get that outfit, that starter outfit, right at the beginning as well. And you can select whether you want to wear that or if you want to wear your uh, civilian clothes that you've picked for your character at the beginning. And that's all during character creation. Yes, they even use that term too, class. That they. Uh... That's what it says. It says, it says uh, in the screenshot that I took, it says starter classes. There's a Ravager, Assassin, Mercenary, Punisher, Warlock, a Gunslinger, and then I can't see <laughs> the rest of them. But uh, it seems that it actually, like every class, um, it, it has a favorite role. So favorite role for the Punisher, for example, is survivability, uh, where you endure enemy attacks. So I guess, you know, tanky, uh, tanky role. Um, and uh, it does provide you with some sort of some sort of uh, description 
what kind of attacks um, you have. Um, of course, you can only, this is very, very basic. But I like the fact that they included difficulty. For example, for Punisher, it says um, in brackets, difficulty hard. So I don't know what's that based off. <laughs> Maybe it has something to do with how the abilities work now and what the synergy is between them. But um, it could you know, it gives you, I don't know how many players in TSW actually have played with shotgun and hammer. Like, seriously, I, I never, I never Me. ever, <laughs> did you? <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I mean, the system kind of reminds me of um, Champions Online. And because if you play Champions Online, which is also a free-to-play game now, and it's a, a game by Cryptic, um, that it has these archetypes that you start off with and these archetypes are basically these pre-made characters and these pre-made like classes that you could play so you could play like a an assassin or you could play like a uh like a really tanky t- sort of superhero and uh but if if you want like there's also a a free form character and those are the characters that you can pick like any abilities in the game and you can pick everything um you know, you, you can basically make a make your own sort of superhero, not outside of the archetypes. And that's what these kind of feel like. It's, it kind of feels like that when you're selecting your class, you're kind of set into those two weapons. And then you would have to, you don't have, you'd have to buy all the other weapons. Yeah, they did say that weapon, uh, like weapon pages will need to be purchased. I mean, not by so, us, because we already have the game. And so anyone who's already purchased well, the game the GMs. Won't, yeah, won't have to do that. Only no, the I think GMs, it's everyone. I think. I think it's everyone. Everyone from TSW? I believe so. I thought it was just subscribers. No, I think it was anyone who bought the game. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, that's cool. Um, Whereas other players or new players, they'll actually have to purchase. uh, But you can buy them in in game currency as well. Right. You could could buy them with in game currency. Uh, Who knows what the, um, the exchange rate is going to be? Or how much they're going to cost, or how much you'll need to grind in order to get them. But, uh, but yeah, you'll be able to to get them in game somehow. I just noticed that there's only nine starter decks, but there's definitely more than not uh, much more than nine permutations of two weapons, right? Yeah. Yeah. So does that it, mean it would actually be kind of cool what you mentioned, uh, Ocho? That you know, if they had like one class where you know you whoever has been in uh, in TSW well I, I don't know I kind of like the idea of uh, creating my own um, and going with blade <laughs> blade something because <laughs> I, uh, I feel naked without my blade it's <laughs> it's my solo solo deck I can't do uh, assault rifle. I just can't do that while I solo. I mean, I've been well, a fan of elementalism and pistols since I started playing this game. So, you know, the fact that it's like, oh, the elemental, the magus is elemental and chaos. I'm like, oh, but it's not elemental pistol. <laughs> but I'll There's be able some... to. So, you know, having that having that automatically unlocked, I should be able to still roll with elemental pistol. But um Anyone who is starting as a free player wouldn't be able to. For Antita, based on the starter decks in the Secret World, you can only be, or if you want to use a deck with Blade, there's only two, Champion 
and Maverick, which are uh, Maverick is pistol and blade. Yeah. And champion is blade and fist. Yeah, but you see, I never went with those decks. I mm. went. I went. Uh, I don't remember anymore what I chose first. I think it was uh, blade and elementalism. But then I switched to AR, and I realized I didn't really like it. So I went. I went back to something. But I think it was either hammer or fist. I didn't like blood for the longest freaking time. I di I didn't even touch it. I think it was the last uh, last weapon that I completely unlocked, or even started uh, putting APs and SPs in. So uh, yeah, it, it's definitely going to be a learning curve, especially uh, if they've redone the abilities as well, in order to fit this um, quote unquote new playstyle uh, better, which only makes sense um so it'll it, you know there's going to be theory crafters galore again <laughs> oh yeah there, there's always going to be yeah <laughs> jimmy says i got so much crap in my first cabal for showing up to new york elite with pistol and elementalism <laughs> oh yeah no i know it's not one of those builds that's like you know one of the uh, one of the theory crafted builds like you know oh you, you have to run this because it's the most efficient I never really cared about that. I just, I just really liked the combination. I thought it always worked well. Well, when uh, recently, I want to say in the last year, um, I started playing with a group of friends, and uh, one of them has been playing AR and Hammer and doing uh, absolutely amazing DPS uh, with it. And uh, not long ago, they had a chat. Uh, while we were grinding um, MFA or MFB and uh, you know one of the other players uh, said to him well dude if I didn't know you if I didn't play with you and I just saw you with that weapon combo I'd be like well that's shit <laughs> I, I you know I don't want him in my group he, he's not going to be able to do anything but playing with you I see that it works for you and you know you're doing great with it so you know there's always as long as you're you're good at theory crafting you're gonna come up with a combo weapon combo for yourself and uh, that's why i said theory crafters galore man there's going to be so many of them out there there's going to be so many uh you know different thoughts on uh what would be the best deck the most you know the best deck for tanking with oh, which yeah. abilities there always DPS. is and it always turns into a uh, um what do they call that uh, an illusion of choice where it's like oh if you're not using this specific build and you're not using this specific rotation then you know you're you're playing wrong i mean that that happens with every game so yeah absolutely true i'm i'm just thinking it's going to be really interesting seeing all that again uh, while players are gearing up so here's the thing i missed the first six months of tsw i wasn't in there i only got in there in its like seven months uh at the beginning of 2013 um so this is actually going to be a very interesting experience for me uh you know starting a game that i've played that i'm kind of you know toward going toward end game um and you know now, now i have to go back to the beginning and grind it up again 
um it's gonna be interesting that's for sure uh you know what other thing i remembered i can't remember if we had asked lt uh if they're going to make uh the main storyline repeatable replayable i can't mm. remember if he addressed it in any of the any of the interviews i don't think i don't know if he addressed it um I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that I really hope so. Like, that's a, you know, if, if they didn't, that, that'd be kind of foolish at this point. Yeah, because that would be, that's one thing that they did uh, in Tokyo, and players absolutely loved it. And uh, they did say uh, previously that they are going to go back and redo the main mission uh, so that it can be replayed, not just on uh, a new character um, that you that you do uh pull but uh that you can replay it you know on uh just like any other uh mission with a cooldown so <laughs> it it'll definitely be interesting if you could because there's i know there's some some things that i kind of um went through quickly and uh, that's how i ended up with <laughs> you know not golden wings because i didn't know right. how to refuse the gift and i was just like no oh, people are waiting for me okay fine whatever <laughs> give me the gift <laughs> and that's kind of the way that they were headed with tokyo anyway was you know they made all the the story in tokyo redoable i mean that that could have just been because tokyo was kind of anemic in content in the first place and they were trying to kind of bolster that up but uh but i always enjoyed the fact that tokyo you could redo all the uh the story content in there so I figured that was the way that they were headed, was just, you know, if they have content, make it replayable, no matter what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and now is a better time than any. They are actually, I'm sure they're re-kind of jigging everything anyways, so if it doesn't happen, um, to be honest, I think if it doesn't happen at launch that it's already replayable, then I wouldn't be optimistic that they would go back and change that, but I hope that they've already implemented, like, already, they right, are I hope already that they've already made that yeah. choice, yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Um, they did kind of... They did show us uh, some gameplay uh, during the tutorial uh, using elemental uh, abilities. And uh, apparently they have this overheating and then, you know, cooling off uh, period that you have to go through. So in other words, you can't just keep on um smashing your elemental abilities and you know forever um instead uh, using them continuously makes them uh overheat and then you can't use them they become unusable was uh, there any um I, I didn't see it but was there any sort of negative thing when you overheated aside from just you couldn't use your abilities anymore well, I guess you die in in game. That would be a negative. You die. Thing. <laughs> well, if you keep on trying to use ability that you know the system goes like, no, you can't. You've overheated. You you're you're not allowed to use any elementalism abilities until until you, you cool, cool down. Off. Right. No, I I didn't see like you started taking damage or you started to to do anything like that. Like it just wouldn't let you use any more ability. That's yeah, I think you're cool down. Yeah. Which that's fine. Uh, but it, it seemed like it was. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was actually kind of like the system we have now, which I was surprised at. I, I thought they weren't going to continue with a uh, builder-consumer, but that seemed to be like if you used 
uh, he was using Lightning Bolt. So if you used Lightning Bolt a number of times, Lightning Bolt got more powerful. Like it turned, uh, it turned red, and I'm assuming that meant that you know it started to do more damage, or the ability changed to something that would do more damage, and so it kind of had like a builder consumer sort of effect anyway. It looked like mm -hmm. there was, he, it looked like the builders had 15, uh, like zero out of 15, and I thought he said something about any like all abilities um, from either weapon contributing to one. Uh, set of builder consumers compared to before when we had different ones depending on your uh, weapons. I'm not sure if I heard that right. Oh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't go that specific into noticing, so no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't recall now. But yeah, um, so and, yeah, and and and, uh, and Ocho mentioned the the red lightning. I do. I yeah, I missed how he said he ended up getting there. But I don't know. He was like, I want to use the red lightning. <laughs> But I saw that there was like a, a fireball, which is kind of a, you know, one of the um, elementalists. There's another, you know, it's not just lightning. You have like a little fireball too. And, but it, like that icon changed the higher power they were at. So it seemed like if you do like, you know, maybe three fireballs or three lightning bolts. And then that when you got to the higher, um, the higher heat levels, I guess, or, you know, the higher side of that, that's when it changed to a different ability. And then when it went back down, when it cooled down, it changed back to like a smaller ability. So I don't know if it's like a, like the abilities seem to change with the with the amount of heat that they did. So yeah, and um, did it seem like there were that there were fewer ability slots on like at the bottom of the screen? Yes. Yeah. There, yeah I think I only saw five. Six. Six. Okay. There was six, and two. The first two were actually kind of bigger now that i look at the screenshot are bigger than the other four so that must have some significance as well but if some of the abilities morph into another other abilities i mean i mean that just opens up you know it it brings back all of the all the abilities in a sense yeah they did say tilted did say on our show when we did an interview with him um that they have you have certain passives that are already a part of certain abilities, uh, whereas other ones you actually have to purchase. So maybe in redoing certain abilities like passives, they've included them uh, into an active ability already. So it could be, you know, the reason behind what you, what you were saying, Ocho, like every hit uh deals more and more damage and that's why you know it keeps on uh going toward the overheating side until it finally overheats and it stops you from using that particular ability or abilities of that nature of that type so for example for this um Elementalism, you actually have to use one of the cooling abilities. <laughs> I laughed nice. my butt off when, uh, when Tilty, even, even the chat was like, okay, you gotta cool, use one of the, use the cooling ability. <laughs> Just learn and to play your own game, man. He's like, well, it, it, it won't let me, it won't let me. <laughs> and he's like, man, you gotta use the, you gotta, you gotta you cool gotta it chill? off. You gotta cool off, chat. Tell him to cool off. <laughs> that was funny as heck. Yeah, and that that 
for elementalism, that's its gimmick. And Tilti has said a few times now that each individual uh, weapon class has a different gimmick and they have uh, different sets of difficulty of um, how complex or involved the gimmick is. I forgot which one he said that uh, the gimmick is basically something that's almost completely passive that you don't even pay attention to. Uh, I think it was chaos. Yeah, it was chaos. Um, but something else has uh, other kinds of gimmicks that uh, require more attention and elementalism. I don't know whether he said whether it's kind of like a, in the middle range of that difficulty. I think it's said chaos is just going to be a lot more chaotic. I mean, which which I've seen that in other games where chaos is like, I believe it was a, a Marvel Heroes. I was playing Miss Marvel, I believe. No, no. It might have been Miss Marvel. Anyway, but some of her abilities are... No, it wasn't Miss Marvel. But some of their... Anyway. But some of the abilities were like... <laughs> it's playing like a more chaotic character. And um, they would have like huge damage swing range. So instead of being like, oh, like 15 to 20 damage. Instead it was like, this one ability does like 1 to 50 damage each time mm. you do it. So it's like it had a lot bigger ranges like that. So I don't know if that's what they meant by a more chaotic swing or or what have you. But I mean, just from other games, that's kind of what I see. And just uh, the way that I took it, anyway. It could be it could be entirely different. Yes, it was Scarlet Witch. That's what I was playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's definitely. Go ahead. Oh, they're just saying Jimmy answered Ocho's question. Oh, okay. Yeah. So definitely going to be interesting trying out uh, the new stuff, shall we say, <laughs> once it launches. Because uh, by the sounds of it, uh, we'll, even us who have been in game for a long time, uh, will have uh, quite a bit of a learning curve in order to, uh, to start uh, SWL. So lots of stuff to look forward to. Mm -hmm. Anything else that uh, struck you as interesting during the dev stream? Oh, um, in the tutorial, which is what we saw in the dev stream, at least the first part of it, the part that Tilti said was kind of teaching the players about what an action mission was going to be like. Um, it he, he emphasized that uh, now in the beginning of the game, uh, it, it will be a lot more involved, that the players will um, have more walking, have more uh, interaction. While the, two, while the beginning of the game and even the beginning story happens uh, compared to before where almost all of it was watching cutscenes for a very long time, half an hour, an hour of just cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, jumping into yeah. the action a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. Also, there were some uh, facial tattoos as well in the character creator, no? Oh, yes, yes. So tattoos are in. Yes. Kind of. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> Oh well, better somehow than no how. Mm-hmm. So I never minded the cutscenes. True, like uh, like Saxon says in chat. It's like I never really minded the cutscenes. You know, Secret World's cutscenes are some of the best cutscenes in uh, in gaming, in my opinion. Yeah. So Tilted did mention that a lot of the a lot of the things uh, they're still working on. It's a work in progress, and um, they're using the feedback um, currently on uh, the beta forums um, as uh, you know a good waypoint uh, to 
try and get it to where they want it to be uh, in order to have a successful launch of the game. So a lot of the stuff, uh, yeah, I mean, it is beta. So it everything, almost everything there is going to be work in progress in some way or another. So to everyone uh, currently in beta, to everyone who's trying to get into beta and does get in, uh, get testing. So, okay. Um, now, next stream is happening when? Did I somehow... I don't know why, but I'm thinking next Friday? Or is it two weeks? It's not announced yet, at least not on the forums. Yeah, so... We don't know. We can only presume that it's going to be in two weeks' time since the last one. So not tomorrow, Good Friday, but uh, eight days from then. Um, so that would make it April 21st. Uh, maybe. Don't hold us to it because we're not the ones uh, doing that stream. Um, so hopefully they will use that opportunity as well um to provide us with uh, more uh from the game and uh you know answer some more questions from the community as well so uh people can people can see a little bit more of the gameplay as well and maybe reveal of another feature that is completely new to swl if there is such a thing you know just to keep keep players and uh, those interested in playing the game interested hopefully by then we'll or we will have already uh, had at least one of those uh, video blogs or any kind of blogs about the game um, you know we talked about them at the beginning of the show uh, they would be absolutely wonderful to have mm-hmm. yes cross-faction cabals yes <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people, that, like, I don't know, uh, to a lot of players out there who are not in Cabals, who tend to uh, solo play uh, the game, or, you know, for whatever reason, be it by choice, by necessity, whatever. Um, there's a lot of players out there who have been pining for those. Um, and uh, those are going to be absolutely fantastically received by the community. I think lore-wise, it makes sense, too. I mean, you know, like the Illuminati, the Templar, the Dragon, they're just our employer. We can hang out with whatever friends we want. Hmm. Yeah, I guess especially in, oh, I guess it's spoilers for what will be much later content in Secret World Legends, but uh, some of the last uh, few missions that we've gotten kind of imply that even we can disagree or not do exactly what they tell us to do. Oh, that's right, yep. Mm-hmm. We have a mind of their own. There goes the bee with a mind of its own. <laughs> <laughs> okay, alrighty. So, I love the end of the stream. Uh, <laughs> when the, I especially loved the very the, what happened after the stream. At the very end of the stream, uh, our community managers, uh, Andy and uh, Nicole, uh, decided to uh, treat us to a little tentacle uh, bye-bye. <laughs> they put on glasses with the 
tentacle O that's part of the new logo for Secret World Legends. Um, <laughs> and the Tilty kind of looked at them all confused and all like, what is going on? <laughs> and apparently he was sad that, you know, he didn't get glasses. So uh, Andy actually photoshopped it on him, on a picture of him and posted it on Twitter and it looks absolutely fantastic. So if you go to uh, Beyond TSW on Twitter, uh, that's our handle over there. Um, you know, just go through our tweets and you'll see all of those. They're absolutely hilarious. <laughs> those are very good glasses. Yes, indeed. And also, if, uh, you know, for anyone listening to this episode, uh, if you have seen uh, the dev stream last week, and uh, if you kind of have your own thoughts, uh, you know, you kind of want to see something changed or based on what you have seen uh, during the tutorial you have some feedback uh, there is a thread on tsw forums um, i do believe it's under general let me just quickly double check on that it is yes so it's under the game and then general uh, forum part uh, what you want to see in secret world legends it was started on the 30th of march um, and uh, so far there is seven pages of uh, players posting suggestions on what they would like to see in Secret World Legends. So if you have any, you know, you may not be in beta, <laughs> but that doesn't mean you can, you don't have any suggestions of your own. Um, and uh, I'm sure if there's anything interesting, uh, it will be brought up uh, by the community management team uh, to the dev team directly. So, you know, you never know. If you have suggestions, do make them. Now is the time to make the suggestions uh, because once the game goes live, it launches, um, you know, it may be too late for certain things. So if you have an idea, a suggestion, like I said, or any kind of comments um, about things that you would like to see changed or added to the game, do make it now. Yeah, or I forever think. hold your peace. Yes. <laughs> mm. uh, I think there's actually a chance of them reading and uh, trying to make some of the changes or some of the suggestions that you suggest. Um, in the past few times, uh, especially in our interview, I know some of the questions we asked led to Tilty saying, huh, we didn't think of that. That's a good idea. Oh, yeah. If at any other time, they're listening. Mm -hmm. Or at least we hope they are. Absolutely. Alrighty. Um, now, as far as the events go, uh, Jag? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to wake up. So, we have uh, we have uh, a PvP world PvP event that no comment. Why? Uh, what? what do you mean not, no comment? It's not for on air. Okay. Uh, so, in any case, um, you can check the uh, PvP forum. 
Uh, actually, it's under general. It's called End of the World PvP Event. Uh, date is still to be announced. Uh, Very told us uh, briefly um, what it was about uh, last week. Um, Don't but, support uh, it. It's, it's terrible. Don't support it, guys. It's bad. Okay, so... In any case, go go to the forums and make your own decision. If you PvP, you'll probably know what this is about more than we do. Um, in any case, we're here to bring you news about the events in the game. Um, and uh, this is one of them. So if, you know, just go there and make your own decision whether or not to support it. Uh, we also have another event uh, in-game, um, in-game and out of the game, right Ocho? And it's uh, for the secret buzz. Yeah, um, now as far as I can tell, this is a secret buzz is of course the, the magazine that uh, that they've periodically made with you know characters in-game and, and featuring all kinds of uh, just the, the great community that we have. And they want to produce one last issue uh, before before everything switches over to Secret World Legends. So, um, what, what are they asking for? They're basically asking for screenshots? Yes. So, yeah, if you have a favorite screenshot, and... Uh, fashionable I mean... screenshot, mind you. The Secret Buzz is a fashionable magazine. Does it have to be fashionable? Could it be just be uh, any old thing? It, it does say, send in your best, most loved, epic, and fashionable TSW screenshot. The only thing is, I just now realized... Um, entries should have been sent by 9th of April and considering today is the 13th so I oh, guess this event has concluded <laughs> in any case uh, uh, I'm sure that Fred uh, and crew who are oh, you know, working hard on issue 6 of the secret buzz are going to include as many as they possibly can in uh, issue 6 of the secret buzz and uh, we look forward to flipping through it once it comes out. Alrighty. And now to announce a contest of Ooh. our own. Yes. And uh, we've. <laughs> it almost seems like, you know, we're joining the bandwagon <laughs> of everyone well, yeah. wanting, wanting, you know, some kind of screenshots from the secret world well we want you the community to share your legendary moments of the secret world and like i said uh, before pun is intended um the idea is that you go through your screenshots you know for however long you've been in the game i'm sure there's you know, certain events, certain, be it an event uh, on a large scale, you know, for the entire game, or just be it an event for your group, for your cabal, or for you as an individual player playing the game that just, you know, captures that something special, that something legendary that uh, you will always remember from the secret world. Uh, we want the players to share those memories with us. And, uh, you know, for someone who has been in game um, for almost five years, um, you will probably have a lot of screenshots. Um, so 
do go through them when you have the time um, and do send us um, on Twitter. You can use Twitter um, to send us an in-game screenshot that captures that legendary moment, whatever it is, from the secret world for you. Um, to submit it for the contest on Twitter, you need to use hashtag LegendaryTSW. We'll, of course, uh, post that on, uh, on our uh, social media as well, uh, probably tomorrow, not tonight. Um, but you can use Twitter to submit your screenshots. Like I said, use hashtag LegendaryTSW. Uh, feel free to let us know why uh, that screenshot is uh, particularly legendary to you, why you you know, you'll love it so much. Now, not everyone has uh, Twitter accounts, so we didn't just want to limit it to Twitter. If you do not have a Twitter account, you can send us an email with your screenshot to beyondtsw at gmail.com. And likewise, let us know where and when it was taken, if you can remember, um, and why, uh, why it's legendary for you. Now you can send a maximum of three screenshots per entry. Please include, in all entries, include your character name. Um, we will, this this is something that's going to be going on for an, probably a few weeks. Um, and uh, we wanna give as many players as we possibly can a chance to participate. Uh, so it will, probably be going on for at least uh four weeks from today so uh we'll let you know tomorrow what the end date uh, for submissions will be um we will go through all those i presume there's going to be a ton of uh, entries so you'll have to give us some time to go through them and then what we'll do is we will select a maximum of 30 screenshots uh, that we liked on beyond the veil podcast and we'll let you the community vote on them and uh we'll pick the five with the most votes and uh, whoever wins the most votes the top five will each receive uh, all three faction dog tags so illuminati templar and dragon faction dog tags and the very first one uh, that has the most uh, votes will uh, also get a tsw cocktail glass so um you know Definitely something that uh, you can uh, use as a keepsake uh, from your days on, uh, or I should say, in the secret world. So yeah, look for, uh, you know, more details uh, coming out tomorrow. Man, I have no good screenshots, but I really always wanted those dog tags. Aww. I've got a ton, but I'm not sure... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I can submit. I feel like I'd be biased. You can't win anything. You can submit, but you can't win anything. That's right. the only thing. It wouldn't be fair to everyone else, right? 
that's one of the things when you when you are on this podcast and so many people have complained about this before that oh my god we're giving out so many of these wonderful things and we can't even be in with a chance to win them it's like nope it's not fair <laughs> all right so on that note um with I'll the legendary <laughs> Be like, we don't Shouldn't know have this. said anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know your wife's name. Yeah, see? Could have pulled it off, but now I'm on the lookout. <laughs> so on the on the heels of legendary moments of the Secret World contest, um, we are going to uh, bid you good night for this week. Uh, this was Beyond the Veil podcast um we are going to be back next week uh, same time same place thursday 7 p.m est uh, right here on twitch.tv forward slash wholesuite media uh, where we're going to try and bring you as much as we possibly can about tsw and or i should say the secret world and secret world legends any news discussions we're going to have it right here on the podcast. So until then, have fun gaming, peeps. Bye. Bye. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you.